Welcome to the city, Mastermind City. Hi, I'm Faye Chapel, And I'm Stacey Maynard. Join us for a vibrant, inspiring, and uplifting master talk as we focus on how you can make a lasting impact on a global scale. Because the truth is, we're here because we want you to win. So are you ready to surround yourself with success because you're in the right place? Welcome to the city. Today is Master It uh, Storytelling. And so yes. we picked that song because it's all about storytelling and storytelling is in comes in lots of different forms and it's really, really hot right now in business and brands. Well, no one has your story. So you can't, there's no competition when no nope. one can talk the way you do, they can relate. And I think you've always said, you know, like you've always said, well, position it differently and people get to know you. Well, when you position it with your story, People yeah. can relate to you better than maybe somebody else. And they remember, right? And we we all remember at, with stories. We are taught stories when we're young. We always remember those stories. You know, I can remember being in, in bed and I remember my mom telling me the same stories over and over again. And now you look back and you're like, those are kind of silly, but, um, but so you remember okay. them, yeah, right? Exactly. So, and I think... I think people are always thinking, you know, you're going to get on stage or, or you're going to get in front of a video or an audience and you're going to just, um, you know, give the value add, etc. But really, it's not memorable unless somebody can equate something to it. Right. Mm -hmm. There has to be there has to be, you know, the characters and the transformation or the pivotal moment. There has to be some type of thing they walk away with and say, oh, I remember or just in brands in general, like consumer goods, you know. Uh, anyone, Nike, Apple, they all tell stories when they're doing their um, <clears throat> their ads. And that's why you remember them, right? Well, and you, you're drawn in, you're drawn into um, how they're positioning it and you want to be part of that. So Apple, like we're very loyal. Yeah. Part of their story. <laughs> we get it. We're involved. We know it. And we continue to buy. Yep. So good for yeah. them. Exactly, exactly. So it's it's crucial that, you know, I think that the biggest problem that most people face with it is, um, number one, they always say that, oh, my story's not that exciting. It's not compelling. You know, it's just not worth it. I don't really want to talk about it. So the truth is, when we're in our story, we don't think it's that important because it's our story. It's just what we happen to be going through. Right. And then the minute we understand that it can make an, a significant impact on somebody else, um, then we start realizing how important it is to share. And I think um, the key is to understand is to is to write it all out or lay it all out for yourself and then look back and say, what happened here? Like, what was my journey? What did I learn? Right? How did I get through it? It's again, Joseph Campbell's hero's journey, kind of, you're the hero, sort of, what did I do to get through it? And what did I learn so that I can, you know, use that for somebody? And yeah. people always equated it that it has to be, you know, a personal tragedy. No, it doesn't. It can be about how you got through something in business or how you, you know, you um, escalated your business or you moved forward somehow, you got out of the trenches and you're able to make it out. So it's not just about poor me and bad things that happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's about yay me and look what I did because I figured out the secret, right? I right. figured out the secret. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that people don't think I, I hear this a lot. Well, I don't have a story because we talk about that a lot in um, business in general or going through and they talk about how uh, they can leverage that. And they're like, well, I don't have a story. Everybody has a story. Like you said, even as minor as you think it is um, or not. And Teresa is just saying that a friend of hers always says to stand on your story, not in it. So yeah. what did you, what did you learn from it? And you taught me that because I went, oh, you know, it's boring. My story is <laughs> yeah. boring. It's boring to me because I've lived it. Yeah. Um, but you're like, well, what did you learn from it? I'm like, well, I learned a lot. We'll focus on that. Don't yeah. focus on the, oh, woe is me you know, tell yeah. it, but then what did you learn from it that somebody else could benefit from? And the fascinating thing is the more you tell, you know, your story, the more you realize how it is impacted so many different parts of your life, right? Mm -hmm. And so you might be, you know, if you're used to verbalizing it and telling it, you might be in the middle of a workshop or a presentation, and then you'll remember a piece that will work perfectly with what you're trying to teach. That yeah. will, um, because the, you're trying to inspire or educate or make them understand and remember. And so the whole story is um, the piece that you want to get to so that they'll remember. So, you know, I always, I have, you know, I have lots of different little stories and they come out, same things that happened in my life, but they come out at different times of when I'm speaking and what I'm speaking about. And I have to remember that each and every time I deliver it, there's people that have never heard it. That, that's the key right there. And I think that's where I fluff over sometimes because I'm like, oh, right. my God, you guys have heard this before. And then the little piece that I tell, um, though that's the part that somebody mentions at the end. Thank you right. so much for telling that. I understand you made an impact. You made a difference because yeah. now they can go and you know, just leave with a different feeling, but they also get to know you. And I think that's the part that people forget that yeah. I'm in this business. So I need to put on this business front, but actually we do need to showcase who we are. And that's our differentiator. Our story right. is our differentiator, what we've gone through, how we've been able to come out the other end. And that was all what um, one red lipstick was all about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So for those of you who don't know what One Red Lipstick is, that is Spencer's brand. She's the founder and creator. And it was about women, um, empowering women to stand up and tell their stories and share with others so that um, other people could understand that they're not alone. And, and that, um, you know, for every success out there, there are a lot of things in the background that you didn't know what well, was that? that was the interesting part is that she literally came to you and said, you know, we as sort of that younger generation saw yeah. you guys being successful, but look at all the stuff that you went through and look at all this stuff that you learned from. Yeah. And she was, you know, she had the, uh, she had the fortune to be able to sit there in the background and listen to us. So she actually listened to all the crap and the bad stuff. And then she also got to see us on stage being all great and, you know, oh, everything's yeah. rah, rah. And then she's the one that actually came to us and said, yeah, that isn't really working for me, right? Like yeah. we need to understand the whole process so that we have some path to walk towards that that can say, oh, you know, yeah, there, it's okay to have all this crap in your background. You can still make it and you can still make it work. So it was great. You did the documentary and you did a book and then also the uh, speaking, the lives, 
which hopefully we'll um, hopefully we'll be able to go back to. <laughs> well, when COVID is finally over and we can actually have um, proper live events. So, um, but it's it was key, and and I think part of it is you know she said to me so <clears throat> to tell you guys the story. You know, she had, she had mentioned over lunch that she had wanted to, she was thinking about doing a documentary about us, about, you know, women entrepreneurs. And, and I said, that's cool. And, you know, we, we talked about it and I said, well, you know, how much do you need? And she said, I don't know, $10,000. And I said, great, go do a Kickstarter. Cause I don't have it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she did, and she, she did really well, but I asked her what she wanted to call it. And she said one red lipstick. And I didn't understand why. And she said, you know, all those years that you were telling me, you know, put on your lipstick and go meet the day and be ready for whatever life throws your way. She said, you know, when my husband ended up in the hospital with his brainstem stroke and I was there for, you know, five weeks, didn't leave sitting there in my chair. And she said uh, she used to walk in and I was there with my ponytail, my yoga pants and my lipstick. And then she said, you know, that was when she got it. That's when she understood what I meant by put on your lipstick, meaning, you know, you're ready to face the day. So telling you that story, you'll understand now and you'll remember what it's about. And so, again, if I didn't have, which is a true story, but if I didn't have that story, then it wouldn't be as impactful for you to remember why she named it that. The key what to remember... And, and I think what I like about um, that story the most is the fact that you didn't know until exactly. much later yeah. that that had an impact on her. No, years and years. It's, it's like, you know, I always say you never know all the stuff that you tell your kids. You don't know if they'll ever listen, right? So <laughs> then she was, you know, 21 years old. And all of a sudden she was understanding everything I told her when she was 13, 14. So your impact is is huge and you know um the the key and what i want to make sure that you understand from that is stories need to be true if you're going to tell them or you won't please, remember them <laughs> please make them true <laughs> so if you see somebody on a stage or so, or a video and that the story changes it's because it's not true because they don't remember it, right? Because that's the cool thing about telling real stories. Unless you're a really great actor or you have a fantastic memory, you can't remember lies very well. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you start to go like, um, when you start to think, I don't remember or hang on a second and, I, and I'll be um, completely transparent. The first time that I spoke live about my story, I had notes. I didn't mm -hmm. have notes because I didn't know my story. I had notes because it was the first time I was telling it and I felt that my emotions were going to get in the way and I was very right. nervous. So yeah. I just needed to what, you know, the quick dot shot of what part yeah. of the story uh, should I talk about next kind of thing. Um, but it's interesting when you go, hang on a second, I, I can't really remember that particular, um, hang on, I have this written down. That's not your story. It's not no. authentic then. Because there's no. no emotion, there's no relatability, no. there's no authenticity around that. So the key really, it, 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 yeah, it has to be yours, right? So so if you're not really sure, I would get, again, yeah. what we always yeah. talk yeah. about yeah. is yeah. record yourself. <laughs> so record yourself telling your story and, and then tell it a couple of times over and over again. And then sit back and try to understand the themes of your story and what you got out of it. And you know, make some sense of it. Because here's the thing, when you guys are doing courses, or you guys are doing 
coaching, what you'll do is there's a point in every training or coaching that you say, um, you come to the point where you say, um, I, I know what I'm doing because of the way I transformed through this journey. So because I was in your space and didn't have the answers, um, and then I tried everything, and then I finally put together a framework that worked for me, and now that's what I teach. So that's really what your story in terms of business is about. It's about sharing what you did and what you learned and that using that framework of what you learned to be cornerstone to what you do, whether it's again, courses, coaching, whatever you're doing, it always comes back to you developed a blueprint framework roadmap, whatever you want to call it, because that's what came out of it. Makes yeah. Sense. And I, and I think the, um, I think the biggest uh, takeaway that I want to emphasize is just understanding that other people can benefit from your story and don't, don't yeah. play it down. Don't no. play down what you've done, uh, but more focus on uh, the success of it and what you've yeah. been able to come through. And I know a lot of our, uh, a lot of the people that are on here have amazing stories and I know I'm, you know, I'm at fault of this too. I'm not one to splash my story yeah. kind of all over the place. But I own it. And when I do speak, I always reference it in different yeah. areas and take a snippet here because that makes sense to the people in the room. Um, but just putting it out there, um, I know you said to record it. Um, don't look back on that recording and go, oh, my goodness, I should never tell the story because it was horrible. <laughs> so It's genuine. It's yours. Yeah. Own it. Be proud of it. Um, you are the way that you are because of your story and any way that you can kind of intermix that yeah. into your speaking into your marketing, people just want to get to know you. Yeah. So you are you and all the things that happen to you, no matter how big or small. So and don't then, count them because yeah. you think they're just minor. So the, the key and the reason I tell you guys to record and understand is because it's like when we, when we're learning how to, you know, put together a program or a speech, you need to make sure it's impactful. Yeah. So I'm not saying that your story isn't impactful. It is. The Absolutely. challenge when you're first saying it is that you just, it's, it's you know, running. Your mouth is running because the first time you've said it and there's no cohesiveness to it. So as you step back, that's why I said analyze your framework. What are your three key learning points what are your key things that, what's your message out of your story that will make a difference to somebody in the audience or somebody on a video or somebody on a coaching call? What comes out of that? And that's why when you start honing it in, you know, it's the exact same framework we teach when, when I'm teaching a speakeasy formula. It's about, you know, whenever you're doing a speech, if you're doing a story, same thing. You want to key in on those three points, two points, whatever you're working on, but you want to key in on them and make them as impactful as possible by understanding to take out all the baggage that's around it. Because sometimes you just run, right? Your mouth runs. Yeah, they get lost in the story almost. They do. And, yeah, and, no, and then they go down. That, <laughs> Come back up. We've, we've done a lot of One Red Lives <laughs> and we've seen people that were bang on, right? And then we see people that good for them that they got their story out, but there wasn't um, a nice linear path. 
And generally speaking, in a story, you've got the character who's generally you. Right? <laughs> you have the character faces a problem or a circumstance or a challenge. Then, you know, they hit a block or an obstacle or, you know, a foe. And then they figure out, they they come up with a solution and they figure it out and they they understand it and they win at the end their challenge or they you know come across with learning so it's it's kind of, that's a simplified joseph campbell thing <laughs> so if you really like heroes journeys and stuff like that you can look up his book he's very famous but um anyways it's just about understanding how your story can impact so um and it's hard, right? It's hard to, even to this day, I still have people going, when I tell them what I do and they're like, oh, I could never do that. I don't, and how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, exactly, I don't know, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Anthea's just piping in, this is a, a, the classic hero's journey. We are all heroes in our own story. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And it's not a superhero thing, guys. It's not like you had to have come through this big, huge obstacle, right? <laughs> like it can be a minor one, but it's one that is not minor in your world and one that everyone out there faces. So it could, for some people, it could be, you know, how all your friends, I'm just going to put a general one, all your friends got married at, you know, before they were 30 and you didn't, and you had to figure out how to be okay with, you know, going through the process of being able to tell people that, you know, you didn't want to get married or, or it didn't happen or you're not ready. You didn't ever want to have kids. But again, it seems like not a big deal, but it was a big deal in your life, right? Exactly. Getting through a divorce, losing a business, losing all your money, you know, personal tragedies um, come in all shapes and sizes, right? But do you find, um, I know when I uh, speak or I do a presentation or whatever, and I just kind of interject little things, again, those those are the stories or those are the pieces that people want to talk about afterwards. Oh, I had that happen to me as well. Oh, I can definitely relate to what you said. Oh, I really understand. And when someone can yeah. relate to you, understand what you've been through and feel like they've had sort of that, you know, people into your life and they yeah. understand the trust factor goes up huge and they're like, okay, you know what? I want to work with you because you get me. You, I get you. I've been there. We've both, you know, just that whole relatable thing. Yeah. And it makes you human. Right. You know, a lot of times it's like you didn't wake up one day, you're on stage, you're teaching, um, <laughs> you're doing a presentation, you didn't wake up one day and, you know, you're able to speak to a thousand people or multiple of thousands of people on stage. It doesn't work like that. No. You no. know, I find it fascinating when I've done, you know, multiple LinkedIn profiles for people and they talk about this much and they're like, well, yeah. So, well, did you wake up one day and decide that you're going to do this? And I'm like, well, no, yeah. this is how I led to it. Tell That's people that. That's the interesting part, right? So yeah. you know, I always teach people to find a mentor and I just mean it doesn't have to be, you don't have to pay them. Find somebody that you aspire to be like and learn about their story, yeah. right? Learn about how they got there and their story will tell, will teach you so much because generally speaking, it's through a lot of challenges, a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, but that's how you start learning um, about how to make something of yourself and how to get there, right? So I think uh, sometimes, yeah, we look at, you know, I, I, it's a good example is, I always talk about now, Jack, my son who's on YouTube, he's got, he's doing really, really well, 
really well. He's got like 400,000 subscribers and, and um, it's very, you know, um, beneficial for him. So everything's working well and people go, oh, well, you know, he got lucky. No, he didn't. <laughs> He's been doing videos no. for six years. He's got 400 over, I think his catalog's about 800 videos. Um, and you, if you know how long it takes to do those, the, the, at that quality, you'll understand it's not an overnight thing and he's not lucky. It means all the hard work. You just happen to notice them now. Right? right. It's not. And that's the thing you have to look at. And yes, of course he, you know, do you want to fast track? Learn from him. Yeah. But it took time. It took investment. It took sleepless nights. It took sleepless years. Night. It took you know. four or five business ideas that failed. Right. Yeah, and so look at all the guys that are really, I mean, look at Gary V is a perfect example. He's like, you know, I used to do daily videos. Nobody was watching, but he just no. kept going no, for years. Nobody watched him, but no. he just kept going. Those are the years that you don't see because no. you see now. And it's like, it didn't happen overnight. No, it didn't. <laughs> so that's why, and that's why, you know, sometimes um, if you don't, actually see someone sharing their story just dig in because you'll find it somewhere but if you can actually share it i mean most people that are successful will tell you everything there is to know like I, we like the reason we're up here sharing is because we want you to succeed we're not trying to hide some secrets because we're not afraid there's like lots of room for everybody so when we tell you tech tuesdays all the tech we use is because we use it and it works right <laughs> it's, you know in terms of storytelling we do storytelling we use storytelling you'll see it um flow through some of our feeds this week you guys you know we've told you over and over again we have themes right to make <laughs> life easier for both us and spencer who does our social media <laughs> for her so keeps us so, on track as well so this week is about storytelling so you will see stories weaving through our entire week of social media posts right so that's we're trying to encourage everyone to understand how impactful that can be. So when we do a quote, that quote is going to lead somehow back to storytelling and with us, right? Exactly. So I think the, um, the other interesting um, thing that big learning for me when I started to tell my story was in the beginning, um, it was an extremely emotional yeah. thing to start to talk about it. You know, I remember, you know, the first couple of things, I have a couple of different stories and tears literally, or I get choked yeah. up because it is difficult to start talking about that because, you know, depending on what your story is, um, start to tell those stories um, the more you tell them, and it, it, it doesn't make it any less emotional, um, it just, it's easier to tell. Right. The more you tell them it, the easier it becomes to tell them, um, and the easier it comes out. And yeah, you still, you know, you make, you do that pause because it's extremely impactful, mm -hmm. um, but it's no longer a, I'm going to start to cry because of it, or right. I'm starting to get choked up. I can actually start to talk about it in a more meaningful way. And that just, that just helps the, the flow of the conversation. And so the more you tell it, the easier it becomes, basically. And the more you tell it in, in with regards to a framework. So what I mean when I always say that, it's real simple. If Again, if you have three key points you want to make, 
right? Three key points that you want to understand that people need to understand. If you know you're trying to stay on track with those three key points, it's easier to get through the tiers because you know your points, you know where you're going, right? So you don't, so if you start like choking up, it's like, it's okay, I need to go to the next point, right? In your brain, it's leading you down the path because um, it's, it doesn't like, I can still remember the first couple times hard. And then, and as you tell it, you, you start opening up and telling a little more, right? Yes. Like yes. as you go, like you don't do it at first. And I, I still remember the first time I said something that nobody had ever heard. And I'd already been talking for two years about my story and I never wanted to open up on something. And I thought for some reason in that moment, it felt right. And I said it and I was like, afterwards, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Now I can say it all the time. So it just becomes freeing because you've done it. So remember, I want you to be careful on this, okay? You're not telling your story just to tell your story and make yourself feel good. No. (laughs) You're telling your story to add value and impact on a global scale, right? So when when I say impact on a global scale, what I'm referring to is, let's say you're here on a video and you're talking to people from all around the world. You don't know them. There might be, you know, there might be 10 people. There might be a million people. You don't know. But just think about it this way. If you can impact somebody because you are smart enough to sit here and understand what are those three lessons people can gain. It doesn't have to be three. I just always talk in threes. Um, whatever that impact can be gained and somebody in Japan can get it and somebody in Italy can get it, then that's what I mean. The difference is if you think about that and you can say to yourself, okay, how can I impact that person in Japan rather than just tell my story to say, oh, woe is me. This is how I got through it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have the same, the same value because you do have to make it relatable to the people that you're talking to. Not just, okay, so today I'm going to tell you all the things that I've been through. Exactly. Exactly. And then I'm going to go, so like good for you, but how does that, how does that, how can I use that information? How can I maybe fast track um, some stuff? What's, I want to focus on the learning. I want to learn from others. And if there's no learning, then there's no point to it. Exactly. Point to the story. Yeah. So does anyone have any questions on story? Like, or is there something that you're like, I'm, you're struggling with? This is a great time to ask us. Are you struggling with something? You don't know how to actually put it out there. You're afraid of maybe, you know, part of it, um, of it is being afraid of putting it out on social media, for example, because you're going to get some trolls, <laughs> which we talk about a lot. <laughs> you're gonna get some trolls that say, oh, you know, stop crying or get over yourself or, you know, I've had a lot worse in my life. You know, you'll get a lot of people yeah, like that. People, yeah. So but and the, wants to know, how does your story serve others? So again, um, depending on what it you've, you've accomplished, what it's, what you've come through and being able to show them where you are um, because of it. So if something happened to you that, you know, you lost a business, I don't know your story, so sorry, you can, you can pipe in, but if you lost your business or you lost all your money and you had to start from scratch and you had to develop a system to get there and then you came up with this, this framework and it worked 
or you came up with these step-by-step -step approach and it worked and now you're using that to help others. So by understand when people understand that, you know, you were there, you were walked in their shoes, you had to get through it. That's what's going to make them feel like, oh, okay, I can relate to this person. So even if it's not exactly related to your business they relate to the fact that you are a hard worker you got through it you managed to get through the struggles and be successful and therefore they trust that um they working with you will be a huge benefit i think the biggest um the biggest thing that you said that that relates to me is that you walked in their shoes yeah and that's what people want to understand that again you didn't just wake up one day and decide to do this. You didn't just wake up one day and you were a successful person because people can't relate to that. No. They're like, okay, well, blah, good for you. But no, actually, you've been there, you've done that. And especially right. when you've had to start over, maybe you've had some financial challenges, um, literally, you know, paying one credit card with another credit card. That's the example you've used in the past as well. well and they're like, oh, okay, now this is the person I want to work with because yeah. they understand what it's like to be there. Well, you know, and I, that, in that example, I, I remember I was talking, there was a thousand people I was talking to. And, um, and I remember saying on the stage, uh, and I was telling about, you know, how I ended up with zero. I had to start all over again. And I asked them how many people in the audience, and these are all business people have, have failed at their business and no one put their hand up. And then I said, Oh, come on. How many people have to, had to decide which credit card to make a payment on and which one were they going to be okay i'll have to get the phone call from the bank and then i looked around and then all of a sudden like a couple of hands shot up and then a couple more right because i was um open enough to say that was me like i had to go through that i had to take those calls i had to have a very bad credit rating for a long time because of circumstances with you know my husband and going through our savings because that's what happens when when tragic medical things come your way so but i didn't want it, it's not any good if everyone in the audience is going oh no i've been fine no you haven't you haven't everybody's had things that have failed and if you haven't had things that are haven't failed good for you but i don't think this is the truth i don't think i want to learn from you because if only thing you've ever been is successful, you've never walked in my shoes. And you can't right? relate. You don't know what it's like to not have that um, that feeling Struggle. of I can't make the, the money this month. I don't know how I'm gonna pay for my kid to go here. I don't know what I'm gonna choose to do next. What are my options? So the truth is the more you can get real and you know, don't like really think about this. The stuff that's a little embarrassing, it's embarrassing to admit that you can't pay your visa bill. Right? It's only embarrassing the first time. It's only embarrassing the first time you say it out loud. Right? After that, it's okay. Right? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, people start saying to you, oh, yeah, I couldn't either. I was exactly, exactly the same. Right? Exactly. So Anthea's just uh, expanding on what she said. She said she's a total staff turnover within a few weeks. Um, she tells a story in relation to how having uh, our vision kept moving us forward as a couple in business. And now she can help couples uh, in business do the same. So she understands. So she's yeah. walked in the shoes of that, which is really good. So I uh, guess Colin's asking. Uh, go ahead. 
Oh, the only thing I want to say to Anthea is I think Anthea, I don't know. Do you actually, do you use your story in when you're talking to prospective people? You know, that's what you have to really start integrating. It's a little bit of an art. That's why I said you have to understand it. But if you're not using your story, um, this is what I say to everyone who comes to me, shame on you. <laughs> because um, if you know it could benefit somebody, I think we don't have a lot in this life that we can, you know, change for people, but it, by sharing stories, we can make a difference. So for those of you who are holding back because you're embarrassed or you don't think you know, your story's impactful or whatever, shame on you. That's it. Calling you out. Go ahead, Colin. <laughs> Uh, Colin is asking if you're putting it out as a video, how long should it be? Is it just well, the length of the story or should it be smaller examples? What does that look like? But that's well, the again, that's a big question. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> question. Again, putting it out in what context? What's your what is your aim for your story that you're putting out there? Again, is it so you can just get people to know you or are you interweaving it into some type of bigger dialogue so people can understand where, how it go, how your, your story has got you to this point and how you can use it to teach others. Like there's got, it's gotta be context around it. So your story could be an entire day that is interwoven in your training, in your workshop, and it could be a three minute video with the key points, right? Depends on how you want to use Depends it. Depends on how you're using it. That's a, that's a big question again. And, and like we said before, it's not just for the whole point of just telling your story. No. Like good for you, you have a story, uh, but there needs to be a point to it and, and what's the learning that other people are going to, going to get. Yeah. And um, he's also just pointing out that having to admit a business failure is the number one fear for all entrepreneurs. Absolutely. So I think that's the biggest challenge to be was well, I don't want to tell people that I had a hard time paying off my credit card. Well, I like I to tell them all people. Time. Yeah, exactly. But so that's, so that's a mind shift that you need to make. Yeah. The truth is I can't say this enough. Tell people all the times you failed because they will love you because the truth is then you can tell them the way all the learning you did because you could not have done well until you failed. That's my theory. You don't understand what you need to change, right? You don't understand what you need to change. I, I was just watching somebody last week who um, launched this successful product and did has done really, really well in the last couple of months. And she said, you know, this other one that I remember her launching two years ago, totally tanked, didn't sell anything, thought she was done. And then two years later, she launched something else that totally was on track on point and now she's doing really really well but the truth is she told everyone i tell people all the time what what didn't work all the time yeah. i tell I people yeah well i had um when i do my podcast workshops i tell people that my first podcast was a huge failure yeah and here's and and, and now i learn but look at what i learned you learn more from failure than you do from success if i had just launched a podcast and it did well i'd be like well, that was easy. And right. I wouldn't have felt like I had learned very much. I just did it. But the first one was a, like, it was a huge failure, but I learned so much from it. And I felt now I want to help others not yeah. do what I did, learn from my mistakes. So you don't have to make the same ones. Right. It's, it's kind of like if you guys are looking for, if somebody's looking for a life coach, sorry, I'm going to call some people out, but if somebody's looking for a life coach, I don't want their life coach to be 18. 
right? Experience anything. And you see them, you see these like, which is great. Maybe a 20 year old can help a 16 year old or unless the very, a very few and far between have lived a very, you know, full life by the time they're 20. But yeah. I see a lot of life coaches out there that are so young, they haven't experienced anything. I'm not interested. What could they possibly tell me other than what they've learned in a book, right? I want right. somebody with some experience if that's what I'm looking for. Now, right. preface that, if I want to learn how to make a TikTok, <laughs> I'm going for the younger crowd, right? Because they know more than somebody who's, you know, spent a lot of time Absolutely. doing other things. <laughs> Absolutely. Very true. I go to my 16-year-old for TikTok advice. My 14-year-old, same thing. I'm like, how do I do this on TikTok? Right. I'm not going to ask the, uh, the older crew that's focused on Facebook. Like, no. it depends on what you want to know. But I agree with you 100% in order. I would want to have an experience. I want to talk to somebody who's a life coach that's been there, done that. I can relate to them that have failed. They've learned from their failures. And they can help me through it because I can relate to them rather than. And they've walked in my shoes. So think about if, say, you're you're looking for, you know, a relationship, a soulmate, whatever you want to call it. Um, so if you're, if you're, let's say you're in your 50s and you're looking for that and, and you have two people to choose from and they both look fairly successful, right? One has shared the story of her struggle and how many people she dated and the challenges with the relationships. And then finally, you know, she finally found somebody late into her 40s or 50s or whatever. And the other one, same age, same age, but she's been married since she was 20. Right. And she teaches. So who's who are you going to relate to? The one that's had a perfect relationship since she was 20? And like, you know, bless her. Good for her. I love the fact that her marriage has been perfect. Good for her. Absolutely. But she doesn't understand what it's like to have to struggle through that. So if you're that person, and that's what people want to hear. They want to understand. They want to see somebody that says, I was there. I was exactly like you. I understand. Yeah. And if she can get through this, the person that's teaching me this, if she can get through it, then I can too. Because it's true. There is no real special people out there, guys. You guys are all special. Everybody is. So don't think that they somehow, you know, got lucky or, or, you know, somehow something happened, generally speaking, that made them get through their journey. Thanks for joining us in the city for this episode of Master Talk. If you're ready to make a lasting impression on a global scale, you can learn more at joingia.com. That's J-O-I-N-G-I-A.com. So go there now because the world is waiting for you.